BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The lighter side of football. I'm thinking believable. This is All Pro Lines with your hosts, Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. The Bucks, Packers, and Chiefs keep putting distance between themselves and the field, and football is a game of inches. But between Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen, there was a lot of talk about feet this week. That's one, that's a W. Setback is a, a frightening term for a team that is looking as good as this is looking. Rex, what do you think? Listen, I'm a toe expert. Um, <laughs> let's just say this. Hey, nothing wrong with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. He threw for 350 yards and four touchdowns. Come on, stop. <laughs> if you saw the clip, or the video version of that clip, <laughs> Ryan gets up and walks away because he can't. He does, he's afraid he's going to bust. And Orlovsky is sitting there, like, really gut laughing, like it's one of those SNL sketches where you're not supposed to laugh. It's uh, it's pretty funny. And then poor Greeny is there to try to clean up the mess and, and keep broadcasting. <laughs> oh, Greeny. Poor Greeny. <laughs> Welcome into All Pro Lines, everybody. Aaron Hodges, Kostaki, Economopolis. We've already got some folks in the chat. What's up? Jim Hall, Ron Milford, Jerry Oliver. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Wow, that, that was a funny clip. If, if you haven't seen it, the All Pro Lines uh, Twitter feed has it up there. Go go check it out. It's worth seeing. What's up, Barry Weekman? It was a fun weekend of football, my friend. There was a lot of craziness. We had two overtime games in the late slate. Yeah, and, the Bengals uh, had no business making that a game. Looked like they were going to get blown out there. And then all of a sudden, agreed. here we are in overtime. And Jamar Chase, my friend. Jamar Chase. Mm. Keeping them in the game. Andreas is back. Andreas has been traveling. He was just out here in California. Oh, I almost forgot about Dre. I almost forgot about him, too, because I've been disposing of him in fantasy left and right all season Ooh. long. <laughs> disposing is a tough <laughs> Tough choice of words. Yeah. Holy Speaking shit. of fantasy, I know nobody cares about my fantasy team, but can it, can I get like can I do like forty seconds? <sighs> okay. Forty-eight seconds? Okay. All right. There's two teams we're playing in the All Pro Lines Listener League to 
The winner goes to the playoffs, the loser doesn't. It's pretty much the setup with a couple of really outlandish possibilities. But that's pretty much the setup, right? I'm playing Kevin. I'm on a plane almost the whole day yesterday with really good internet. And I couldn't watch the games, but I was following along very closely on all the details as it was happening. And we, I had Garoppolo and George Kittle and Ryan Suckup, and he's got Josh Allen and Cole Beasley and Tyler Bass and Leonard Fournette <clears throat> and all of those players. And it's going back and forth. It's like 100 to 1 to 104 to 104 to 108. It's going back and forth and back and forth. And both of those late games went to overtime, and it was crazy. At one point, I was 88% to win, and then it went all the way to 100% to win for him. Yeah. And then Garoppolo threw that touchdown, and it went, boop, 100% to me. Like, I think the nerds inside the computer don't understand overtime and how it works. Because <laughs> it definitely wasn't 100% either one of those times. Yeah, the, uh, the nerds in the computer have me really nervous that uh, I'm not getting <laughs> in, even though they told me it was 99% at the beginning of the week. So... <laughs> But it was definitely a preposterous thing, sequence of events. And even when Garoppolo scored and I went ahead by like three and a half points, he's got this giant slate of bills that are about to touch the ball. And, he, and he's and he been peppering fucking, what's his name? Cole Beasley with passes left and right the whole game. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a matter of time until he got points. And Tom Brady... Laser beam ends the game and saves me. It was it was a crazy it was a crazy game. I did not. I had already gone through the emotional talking to myself that I wasn't going to make the playoffs and it's fine. And you had a good run and you could focus on the other things that are going on. And then I won and I'm in. Yay! That's it. All right, let's smack you back down to size now. Maybe maybe we'll latch on to a little bit of guilt and uh, we'll put this this comment on the screen here from Jerry Oliver. Kevin out your opponent this week because of Glenn's lack of tight end last week. I mean, come get your boy, man. What's going on? He doesn't put a tight end in the tight end slot last week. Oh, he had he had he had one sitting there that wasn't playing or something. So, yes, and I think it was Kevin that changed his team name to uh, hang in with Austin Hooper, who was the tight end on the bye that he had. So, <laughs> shout out to Kevin for that fun name change. Now that's an but, interesting way to piece this together. All right, well, Glenn is uh, continuing to be a moron the week before and after, so it's clearly not about me. Sony Michelle is on his bench right now, and if he loses this game, he's relegated out of the league. Yeah, uh, and the week prior he played Patrick Mahomes on a bye, so it's not like he's doing me any favors. I think we're gonna have to make an amendment or two to the Constitution of the All Pro Lines Listener League, and um, maybe the first people in line for relegation going forward are people that don't set their lineups and leave players out. Oh, that's out. interesting. You leave players out on a bye and make no attempt to replace them. I think you're out. First offense, you're out. Any little slip-up of any kind? Unless you have a doctor's note that says your (laughs) hand was chopped off by a hatchet or something like that. (laughs) That's the only thing that I'm going to take. Even then, you got to phone your wife and have her, you know, log on and fix it for you. I mean, Kostaki, this doesn't look good. The voice of the podcast (laughs) is not participating wholly in in good faith. And I, I just think that... You know, it's Glenn, he's become a liability again. This is what he does. This is what he does. 
<laughs> he shines so bright for a moment, and then he becomes a liability again. He just disappears. Well, this is interesting. It was only even close for me because of Gerald Everett, your third string tight end. There's right. a lot of tight end connections here. I know. All right, let's take a look at Glenn right now. All right. According to the uh, nerds inside the computer, he's 81% to win, and it depends on what happens tonight. He's got Rams kicker, and his opponent has Cardinals defense. And he could be starting Sony Michelle. But as a side note, uh, he's playing Chambers, who <laughs> benched Hunter Renfro, who had 30 fantasy points this weekend. <laughs> oh, that hurts. I almost traded. For, I was going to put in a trade for Hunter Renfro because for that very reason, he's sitting on dude's bench. And I'm like, man, I need a wide receiver so bad. Oh. Uh I just I don't know, man. This is this is trouble. My team is limping into maybe the playoffs. I need Cooper Cup to outscore the Rams defense by eight tonight. So oh, it's gonna wow. be close. I didn't that you were still you were still maybe okay. Because right. I'm not convinced that I make this just because because you winning makes this a little bit different in the in the no, equation. But Kevin lost. One of only one of us can win. I know, but I like, safe. then we're we're still gonna have I like I still have to win in order to have the same amount of wins on the uh, in the record column. I don't have it in front of me, but I don't think so. I think you could lose in your end. I don't. I don't know. I'm not so sure. <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm not. I don't know why I'm not clear on what the tiebreakers are. I thought they were points for, which if that's what it is, if I don't win. I'm going to get outscored this week, and he already had me by 10 points. So I think we've already One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven teams down to me. Yeah, you're good because he just lost. But we have the same record. We have the same record, though. That's the thing. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. Sweat it out, Hodges. I know. (laughs) I need Cooper Cup to save me one more time. Cooper Cup, he's done it for you the whole season. I know. Tripes. That guy's ridiculous. He might he might be a fantasy MVP this season, right? Who could, would, could be, yeah. Who would also even be in that conversation? Leonard Fournette has been amazing. Debo Samuel. Based on draft position, right? Yeah, I think so. These guys were bargains. Mm-hmm. Nothing to scoop them up. Yep. Anyway, that, that's a lot of fantasy talk. Let's do some jokes, shall we? The two-minute drill. Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> the, the two minute drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. Daily Comedy News. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> the Falcons won, baby. Falcons won. They're still in the hunt, as they say. They won on the road, though. They haven't won at home in over a calendar year. Can you get that in your head? Christ. Going back to last season, the Falcons are 0-7 at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You know, the Mercedes slogan is the best or nothing. Spoiler alert for the Falcons. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> 0-7. There's, this is the darkest joke of the week. Even Princess Diana only went 0-1 in a Mercedes. All right. Packers beat the Bears 45-30. to 45-30 sounds like the ages of a newlywed couple in Los Angeles. <laughs> very young i'm not saying aaron Rodgers definitely owns the bears but he left lambo with this really long receipt like three cvs receipts long you know what i mean like has anyone chicago called the aspca about the bears being beaten by their owner (laughs) to honor their fallen former player demarius thomas the broncos lined up with only 10 players on their first play 
And to honor no one in particular, the Lions looked like they were playing with four guys the whole game. Lions lost to become a perfectly symmetrical 1-11-1. It's the only thing about the team that's balanced. 1-1-1-1. Uh, I believe in binary code, that means a loser. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions are 1-11-1, but they only won one. It's the world's saddest tongue twister. Michael Strahan went to space, which is fitting because every time I see him, I think the word space. <laughs> he describes space like the gap between my front teeth went on forever. <laughs> That's what space is like. There were six passengers on this mission, two in the front, two in the back, and two in the gap between his teeth. <laughs> Strahan never traveled before in something that looks like a giant penis, but he has gotten some accidental dick pics from his old friend Brett Favre. <laughs> Taysom Hill has mallet finger, which is bad, but that's way better than Ryan mallet finger. That could end a career right there. <laughs> also better than Urban Meyer finger. That's also not good. Mm-hmm. Okay, cue up the uh, rim shot. We got like seven Urban Meyer jokes to close it out All here. All right, let's go. <clears throat> Urban Meyer on the hot seat. Wasn't so long ago, Urban Meyer was the hot seat, huh? Hi-oh. There are reports that people in the Jaguars facility can't stand Urban Meyer, so it sounds like he's got a good balance with home and work life. <laughs> The only time someone isn't yelling at Urban Meyer is the drive between his house and the stadium. How bad are you at doing what you do when you're not meeting expectations for the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars? Jacksonville lost 20 to nothing. Kanye West does a better job of making points. When I heard Urban Meyer got shut out, I just assumed his wife changed the locks. <laughs> Last one. The creepiest thing about the Jaguars getting zero is when Urban Meyer tries to put his finger into it. <laughs> hey And let's uh, shout out uh, Barry Weekman here. Urban Meyer defies the laws of thermodynamics by being on <laughs> thin ice and in hot water at the same time. Oh, Barry. my goodness. Barry I love that. Weekman with the closer. The two-minute drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News, a podcast that starts with the recap of the late-night monologues, then looks at what's happening in comedy. Keep up with Chappelle, Burr, Rogan, Marin, Economopolis, and all the greats. Daily Comedy <laughs> News, 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. And not only do I love that joke, but uh, kudos for being on brand, Barry Weekman. <laughs> not a kudos. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a great joke. Uh, Want to do kudos? That's a good segue. Okay, let's go. Oh, hold on. I got kudos. Hold on. I got a. Uh, All right. I'm missing Ethan. I'm missing Ethan. Where is it? We're lining up one man short to honor Demarius Thomas. George Kittle. Yeah, buddy. 13 catches, 151 yards, one touchdown, some ridiculously fantastic catches, 35.1 fantasy points for my team that's squeaking into the playoffs. He was gone for a little while there, but we're happy to have him back. And uh, welcome back, buddy. He's uh, He went, in my humble, humble opinion, he is now the best fantasy Tight end. I think he passed Kelsey, at least for this season. Kelsey's not done much for me the past few weeks, that's for sure. 
that Chiefs offense of like taking it easy and letting the defense win you the game, that sucks for fantasy. <laughs> nobody needs nobody needs that shit. <clears throat> yeah, that's not what we signed up for. Sling that ball around, Patrick. Yeah, man. So, yeah, kudos to Kittle. He looks great. When Andreas and I went to see the Falcons beat the Niners in San Francisco, uh, not San Francisco, but whatever little town south of that that the stadium is in. we get it. uh, It was a, it was a, man, they were throwing the ball everywhere. It was Julio Jones and George Kittle. And every time you blinked, one of those two guys was catching the ball and making incredible plays. He's, he's easy to root for, George Kittle. He's, He's a great player. And... He's scrappy. Kudos. A lot of kudos. My taps on the back. You mentioned them, and I'm going to give it to him. Kansas City Chiefs for blowing mm. out the Las Vegas Raiders, those clowns, those jokes, disgrace of a team. 48 <laughs> to 9, a smacking them right back to oblivion. Taps on the back to the Kansas City Chiefs. They just keep rolling, man. I, I hope to see them again in the Super Bowl. And I think they're well on their way. Taps on the back, Kansas City. Taps on the back. Oh, nice. I like it. The uh, The Chiefs haven't won this this much in a row since 1491. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> I forgot that's that's a that's a that's a recycled joke because somebody yelled. Uh, I was asking who you know when I'm when I do live shows, I very often I very often ask. Uh, you know, who their favorite teams are in the NFL. And so it gets me to some jokes and I get to interact with people a little bit, ask them where they're, how they got connected to the team, whatever. And one guy goes, Redskins. I was like, that's not even a thing anymore, you idiot. <laughs> and I, I said, I, there's an old joke that I can't do anymore because they changed the name. And it was, that's basically the joke. The Redskins last good season was 1491. We killed that. That was, a, that, was a, that was one of my faves. It's gone. Well, not forever. Once in a while, some drunk guy in Vincennes, Indiana, will hand it to you on a silver platter. So that's nice. <laughs> there you go. Those shows were fun. We had a snafu on the lighting, and poor Willie Griswold was on while they're moving this tree of lights around. <laughs> oh, no. It was really bad, and he handled it with a lot of grace. He was he was great. That's fun. <laughs> fun shows. Fun shows. The Friday show was really fun, too. It was a tiny little speck of a town. And uh, I did like 90 minutes. and It was just a pleasure. It was, it was good to get back out there and see the people and drink some beers and tell jokes. Work on premises and chunks. And I still have a few chunks that are in the new hour that are not working. Oh, no. It's time to let go of a couple of these. Oh, no. Okay. I got to feel, you know, of course it happens. But I there were, there were a couple that like there's a chunk about my dad and there's a the thing about... Uh, Having a middle school crush on my English teacher and the you know my fantasy involved a gunman that whole thing. It's oh, just not yeah. working. I forgot about it's that the, story. It's a great premise and it's funny and weird and it's true and it's personal, but it's just yeah. Trying to be more personal and the personal shit's working the least well. Well, maybe if like kids could stop shooting up schools, maybe you could joke about guns without Wouldn't making be so everybody touchy. uneasy. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's definitely a pre-Columbine fantasy that a guy would come to a school with a gun and something great happens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a touchy subject. <laughs> you yeah, you can't even mention kids and guns anymore.
No, it's uh, without no, someone like getting getting real tight. So, Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I get get it. All right. Well, we we did a bunch of jokes about the guy, and that's the subject of this which comes first. Shall we do that? Now it's time for which... Comes first. Shut up, Glenn. Oh, yes, it's time <laughs> for which comes first. You stink. Now tell me, will this happen? What, you'll start oh, a tight end? That happens. <laughs> it's time for which comes first. Uh, you missed the biggest pause in the song. <laughs> <laughs> you could drive a truck through that pause. You didn't even. Because <laughs> that's where he's failing the most. So I, I like to let him shine. Uh, <laughs> I, but... All right. Very simple. Which comes first, Urban Meyer fired or the field? Oh, okay. Any coach. Oh, man. Any any head coach. Not any coach. Any head coach. Right, right, right. Um, Man, it really seems like if they were going to fire him, they would have done it already. But it keeps getting worse, right? There's always another turn of like, now he's calling the reportedly – Calling the assistant coaches losers in the meeting. Is that right? Oh, okay. Getting in a like really tense fight with, uh, is it Mar- Marvin Jones who had to leave the facility and they had to go like send some people to talk him into coming back? And there's a clip that was circling today of uh, Vrabel shaking hands with him, and Vrabel like was a was a coach with him in Ohio, and it's just like. It's some. It's ugly. It's like every single story about this guy is some ugly thing. I'm looking around here, and it's like you're not hearing anything about anybody else being on the hot seat besides Nagy. There was a little bit of talk about Nagy and uh, Chicago, like he was going to get fired the Thursday after Thanksgiving or, or after the Thanksgiving game or something like that. That's the only thing that I really remember bubbling up. I mean, a lot of co- coaches deserve to get fired, but they probably won't. Meyer. Okay, fine. I've come around. Meyer. Meyer's, <laughs> Meyer's going to get fired first. That was a surprise answer after that long scramble. Yeah, Meyer's going to come first. <clears throat> God, I don't know what to think. I guess I think that's a good answer. Should I take the field just to be contrarian in case we need to play a clip? Yeah, come on, Skip now? Bayless. Where's your hot take, Skip? Come on, <laughs> I'll take the field. There's plenty of other problem problems going on in the NFL. Yeah. And probably nobody, no head coach gets fired before the end of the season. That's my current guess. Um, and generally at the end of the season, there's about five to seven guys who get axed. So I'll take the field. But Urban's the one who deserves it. 
His first move as head coach was to hire an assistant who had been fired from a college for saying racist things to his black players. Really? And then he was gifted a fantastic running back out of the blue, which never happens. And he used a first round pick on a running back, which he didn't need to do. Not to mention that the quarterback, who was the greatest, you know, possible next thing in the world, has done nothing this season. Not even flashes of like, oh, there's, he's going to be a star, this kid. He's on a bad team, but he's, we're not even seeing that. All right, we're going to have the producers dig up that preseason show where I was calling him chicken legs and saying he would not prosper in the NFL because <laughs> I'm looking like a goddamn genius right now. <laughs> the producer. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence long run will be fine, but the team around him has been so bad. It's hard to even judge the kid or anybody else on that team. He does have nice hair. And he's benching James Robinson for fumbling. He's like the only good player on the team, you know? Yeah, like, right. Maybe you could give him a speech when the game's over. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a coach. <laughs> hey, uh, James, um, you know, fumbling <laughs> is not really in our best interest when it comes to winning games. Oh, oh, okay, coach. Um, let me ask you a question. <laughs> If you don't mind, uh, is not flying back with the team and visiting some old hoes and getting caught, right. is that in the best interest of the team? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I don't think That's so. That's the thing. I mean, there's the, it's at some point you lose the locker room and there's no choice. I mean, if that, if that happens, then that's the end of it. But yeah, like somebody like Dan Campbell, who is arguably the coach of a worse team, like you kind of root for that guy, even though it's gone terribly. Like his team is scrappy and they've almost won several games and he clearly cares about it, that he's in it. And he's not, he doesn't have this mounting pile of idiotic decisions, you know, that are easy to judge from the outside. But anyway, if his team was doing well, he'd have a pile of kneecaps and scalps, but <laughs> they only have one win to speak of. Plus, Urban has had so much success at the college level. Wouldn't it be crazy for him not to just go like a Nick Saban kind of shrug and then go back to where he's the monster and accepted and paid well and you're the king of that little town wherever you go? Like, that would be so much easier for him. Why is he even doing this? I don't know. I mean, he's already <laughs> in Florida, kind of where people go to retire. So maybe he finds a job somewhere in Florida. I don't follow college football in general, but this coaching carousel that's been going on, like all of a sudden it's just like this full court press on getting coaches and Brian Kelly abandoning his team and like getting, and who else was it? The USC coach, all these coaches just like flying coop and getting paid an enormous amount of money. Right. Well, they're still not allowed to pay the players, so they just have one check to write. <laughs> All right. I mean, it totally makes sense that they would have a giant check for – if you can land yourself a Nick Saban type who recruits and changes the nature of a program, that's worth a lot of money to a school. Crazy. <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right. You ready for a quiz? Let's get it. All right, all right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. 
Play along at home. You guys can type in the comments if you like. We are returning to something that you have mixed feelings about, understandably. Okay. The rules, the different rules, and they have these sort of slang nicknames for the rules. Okay. I'll tell you the name of the rule. Usually it involves a player name. And you tell me what the rule is. I got eight of these, and we could do a little quickly, but not necessarily. They're kind of fun subjects. Okay. All right. The Lester Hayes rule. Oh, man. Lester Hayes sounds like a defensive lineman. Oh, you don't know this one. All these old guys know this one. Oh, he's, Weakman, he's Milford. Not... Yeah, Weakman already got it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. So I saw it. So I can't <laughs> pretend that I did. Do you remember Stickum? Do you remember the Stickum stuff? Yeah, so he says Stickum, no Stickum. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, it was basically just a glob of tar. I remember John Madden, like, Talk, he was he could hold a ball like this and it was just like yes. you know like goo was it was slowly like pulling away from his hand right yeah no so there, stick him allowed enacted in 1981 in response to the Oakland Raiders defensive back who used the sticky substance to improve his grip and how all right let me ask you a question about that real quick yeah what's the era of that is that late 70s this rule was 81 so it must have been like yeah, late seventies. So I don't think it lasted very long. I mean, it was clearly a yeah. mess for everybody. Right, right, right. So I guess <laughs> was anybody wearing gloves at that point? Well, that's a good question. I mean, apparently the gloves now are really good, but they're right. not—they're they're not like a stickum thing. They're more of a rubbery, yeah, clingy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of where I'm getting. At. What I'm getting at is like, you know, did they, they go from stickum to no gloves? to bare hands, to gloves that are really sticky, to gloves that are not as sticky. You know, it feels like they've been trying to figure this out for a long time. They must have some kind of a, like, like that little hand that you like flip and it sticks to the wall, you know, like (laughs) you can't make gloves out of something like that. Do they have (laughs) rules like that? That sounds good. I mean, I'd like to be the guy that enforces that rule, just throwing gloves against the wall all day, (laughs) like before every game. You got uh-huh. you got uh-huh. the the glove throwing guy before every game. Yeah. You got to check the gloves. Yeah. All right. A couple of these guys already answered the next question. The Ken Stabler rule. Did you know this one? I know the name. I know Ken Stabler, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. On fourth down, at any time in the game, or any down in the final two minutes of a half, if a player fumbles forward, only the fumbling player can recover or advance the ball. If that player's teammate recovers the ball, it's placed back at the spot of the fumble. Uh, Enacted in 1979 in response to the holy roller play that resulted in a last-minute game-winning touchdown over San Diego in which Raiders quarterback Ken Stabler fumbled the ball forward and tight end Dave Casper eventually performed a soccer-like dribble before falling on it in the end zone. (laughs) That's actually a very good write-up. I have this play in my mind's eye. It's... uh, it's pretty well done here with the writing. So you're telling me there's right. a rule in place already where uh, if a ball fumbles forward that you get it at the spot of where you fumble, and yet that still doesn't exist for the end zone? What do you mean? If you fumble, right, before you, but and the fumble goes out of bounds in the end zone. Oh, right. And you lose possession, you know, the worst that- rule. The worst rule in NFL in the NFL. Yeah, so I'm with you on that. Why not just apply that rule there? Okay, you fumbled, it went out of bounds. You get the ball back. That's yet another strike on the worst rule in the NFL. Yeah, good point. 
we can't, we can't, it can't go forward. So it can't, it can't even be there according to your rule. <laughs> All right. A little more modern, the Rooney rule. Oh, the Rooney rule is uh, teams have to interview. Uh, I don't know what the exact amount is, but a certain amount of quote unquote minority candidates for, is it That's head, correct. head coaching or any coaching position? Uh, this says a head coaching opportunity. Enacted in 2003, the Pittsburgh Steelers' only Rooney was a major proponent of this of this idea. They named it after him. I think they just gave it an uptick. Am I right? I think it went from one interview to two okay. of minorities. All right. They're going to be talking to a lot of black guys <laughs> to fill spaces going forward. That's the only downside of this kind of thing, because I generally like this kind of thing, but it does sort of set up a bullshit meeting possibility. If you've got a coach, you're definitely going to hire. You still got to fly in, you know, Eric B enemy and chat with him. You know, it just seems that could be a little, it has an ugly fringe to it. The spirit of the rule I'm in favor for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. The Ricky Williams rule. This is interesting. Oh, um, can't smoke weed on the field? <laughs> nope. At halftime? Although, that's a good guess. At halftime, keep guessing weed things. Uh, I'll give oh, you a hint. It's okay. not weed related. Okay. Um, it seems like it would be. I would guess weed for sure. Man, it was something to do with like the uniform or something? Yes. Yeah? It is ish. Oh, see, I get ruined by the comments sometimes. I catch them, and I think it's got Rick is saying face shield. So I guess that's probably got something to do with like tinted windows. Can't be, they can't be dark. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) These are interesting guesses. The face shield's not correct. I do have an image of him in a really super cool face shield. Tearaway shirt, not correct. (laughs) Glenn, when he wore his helmet in the press conference, not correct. No wedding dresses. These are funny answers. <laughs> Go back to Jerry Oliver. Jer- Jerry Oliver's on the right track here, if you can see that one. Dreads. Oh, what's that got to do with anything? Yeah. Can you get it from there? Is that something to do with um, the dreads are part of the uh, part of the body, right? So you can't get flagged for tackling someone by the dreads or by the hair. That's correct. Yeah. This rule declared that. that the yeah. hair could not be used yeah. to block part yeah. of the uniform from a tackler uh-huh. and therefore an opposing player could be tackled by the hair. Yeah. I thought this was Edger and James that changed this rule, but I guess Edger and just maybe got the advantages from it or <laughs> used to have them before or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Enacted in 2003. <clears throat> All right, Roy Williams rule. Oh. Uh, just to be clear, this is named after the safety Roy Williams for the Cowboys, not the wide receiver. Oh, um, hmm. I feel like I remember him having extra large shoulder pads. Was something to do with the width of the shoulder pads? Hmm. No. 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 Something to do with? Is this another uniform thing? There is a shoulder pad connection, if that's uh, – I can give you a little bit of a hint. You can't, like, hit somebody in the head with your shoulder? Can't – That seems good. No, no. 
shoulder or something. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, anybody I, in the comments? This one I didn't know either. I give um, up. Roy Williams rule, uh, no horse collar tackles. <clears throat> oh, okay. Enacted in 2005 after the Cowboys safety broke Terrell Owens' ankle and Musa Smith's leg on horse collar tackles during the previous season. He had two high-profile, like, breakings. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, three more of these. I'm enjoying this stuff. All right, the Sean Merriman rule. Sean Merriman. <sighs> Just immediately thought of Sean Marion, the basketball player. Sean Merriman is a linebacker for the Chargers, Yes. That's what I have in my head. Was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, he was good too. Uh, what could he possibly. Yes, Chargers linebacker. You're correct. What could he be getting a rule for? Um, hitting below chop blocking. No, like chop blocking. Yeah, that seems like a good guess. The Sean Merriman rule bans any player from pray, playing in the Pro Bowl if he tests positive for a performance-enhancing drug during the season. Oh, okay. Enacted in 2007 after the Chargers linebacker played at the Pro Bowl uh, after testing positive and serving a four-game suspension during the preceding season. Mm. That seems fair. All right, two more of these. The Steve Tasker rule. Steve Tasker, <laughs> uh, wide receiver? Special teams. Special teams. So wide receiver that's no good. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, no tea. No shade, no tea. Uh, but you stink, Tasker. Um, so... <laughs> Something to do with, uh, oh man, I saw the fair catch. Is it something to do with fair catch that Jim, Jim, no, just wrote it's, that? no, no, it's not fair catch. No, no. okay. Uh, running something yeah, about running some into the kicker, coming. running into the kicker. No, this is a really interesting one. I would have never gotten this, nor did I know this was a thing. On punt returns, gunners receive a 15 yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for deliberately running out of bounds to avoid blocks. Oh, a yeah. tactic frequently used by Tasker before the rule was implemented. Richard in the chat, is this a true story? You must get ejected in the last game of your career. Did he get ejected what, in what? the last game of his career? <laughs> Tasker? Oh, I don't know that reference. That Is must that feel true? that must feel like he got ejected from the league. <clears throat> Wasn't Tasker the one that had the that like knocked the ball out of Leon Lett's hand? Is that Tasker? I don't think so. I think that was Don Beebe. Oh, that was Beebe? Yeah, I think so. I got so. those guys mixed up. Yeah, the yeah. Not so great white wide receiver slash yeah. <laughs> special teams players. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, uh, that was DK Metcalf before DK Metcalf. <laughs> Josh says Don Beebe. Yeah, all right. Last one, the Tom Dempsey rule. Oh, this man. is way before your time. Yeah, see, he's a coach. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm not that I know of. Maybe later, but that's yeah. not why he's famous. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's say um, you are not allowed to fraternize with your team's cheerleaders. <laughs> Milford knows the kicker. 
Rick says square foot. These guys are on the right track. Glenn knows how long the field goal was. All right, Tom Dempsey was the guy who had the longest field goal record forever and ever and ever. He was born with half a foot and no fingers on his right hand. Wow. And his shoe was modified with a flattened and enlarged toe surface, generating controversy about whether such a shoe gave him an unfair advantage kicking field goals. (laughs) (laughs) Dempsey's game-winning 63-yard field goal in 1970 was the longest in NFL history until 2013. That's a 43-year run with the longest field goal in NFL history. I guess that'll happen when you show up with steel toe boots. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it's a little like the uh, the Oscar Pistorius question. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah. <laughs> so you get some blades on your on your, you know, uh, you, you know. This dude never gets tired. <laughs> I mean, you want to give a guy born with half a foot a chance to be a kicker in the NFL when you can. Did anybody but. blow it more than Oscar Pistorius? I mean. <laughs> He had so much goodwill. <laughs> and then I don't even remember the story. Did he murder someone? He, I think he killed his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, man. Some really ugly thing. Couldn't he just How run about Aaron away? Hernandez? Yeah. Right. Aaron Hernandez yeah. just signed like a $50 million contract. Oh, I know. And it was only going to be his first contract. Like there was another one after that probably too. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even kill somebody he loved. I mean, it made even less sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. Was it Kralis? I don't know how you say that name. Kralis? He said she got mysteriously shot in the bathroom. Yeah, I do kind of remember, like, he made up some story. Yeah, it's a crazy thing where you like, it's a really ugly story. Yeah, right. It's... It's not like she was shot once. It was like really ugly. <laughs> right. We need a where are they now for Oscar. St- I'm assuming he's still locked up, but who knows? Jail. Yeah. Definitely in jail. Okay. <laughs> well, who you got tonight, Bal? Rams full of COVID against the Cardinals. I I mean, no Rams. You never know. These are both these are both good teams. I, I would like to see the Rams win this game and make a game out of these playoff seedings and get back in it and be as good as we think they are on paper. But I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet against the Cardinals right now. I think they're the best team in the NFL, top to bottom. Laughing at the comment uh, <laughs> about Oscar. Uh, that's good. That's a good joke. You want to read that one? Yeah, Richard Goodman said Oscar tried to claim self-defense, but he didn't have a leg to stand on. See, that's good comedy. Boom. And I'm a man who has a who had a dad with one leg. See, yeah, right. You know, we could we could laugh about everything here. It's safe. There you it's go. Safe space. We did a Princess Diana joke already, so we can do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, say it with me yeah. now, Cooper Cup. 20 points, Cooper Cup, 20 points, Cooper yeah, Cup. Yeah, that seems easy. You didn't say it with me. That would me. be a huge disappointment <laughs> if he doesn't get 20 points. It's Cooper Cup, for, for the love of God. For the love of God. 
Hey, for the quick pitch to those guys who are uh, watching uh, now, come join us and listen. And uh, if you're listening, you've been a long-time listener, come join us inside the huddle. You get twice as many podcasts. You get invited to be on podcasts. Uh, there's a tier where we send you an all-pro line shirt. You get video content. There's a lot of cool perks. But, but mostly it's supporting the things that you love in the world and voting with your bucks. And it's not money bucks. It's just the idea of it and uh, helping to contribute to something that you, that you dig and enjoy and uh, support us and our process and our doings so that we can keep doing this. Um, I got some shows New Year's. Do a quick plug on that. Uh, day before New Year's, McCook, Nebraska. New Year's Eve, Grand Island, Nebraska. Uh, the 1st of January is a Saturday. And so I'm, I don't know. I don't know if people go out on the 1st. They all, they all just went out, and they're hungover and tired. But it is a Saturday, so we're going to try uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota on Saturday night as well. I think that might turn out all right. You know, people don't go out on New Year's Eve sometimes, and they say, hey, well, uh, that's amateur hour. Let's go out on Saturday when nobody else is. So, Well, I'll let you know what happens. Yeah, man. <laughs> Quick plug for me, too. Uh, we got uh, You Lucky Dog Productions. Got an album out this Wednesday. You can pre-order oh, cool. it now on iTunes. It's Joe Garrick's. You can find You Lucky Dog Productions on Twitter, Instagram, or YouLuckyDogProductions.com. You can find the pre-order link there now, and it's out everywhere on Wednesday. So check that out. Well, thanks for watching and listening, everybody. We love you. And uh, thanks for playing along. with the, We got the most answers we've ever gotten for the quiz time. That, maybe, maybe, maybe make that a tradition. I don't know why I'm stammering. but uh, That's what you do on the outros. That's, yeah. I... I, I like to finish weak. It's how I do in stand-up as well. It's like I'm pretty good in the middle, and then, you know, like I just walk off kind of sad at the end. Oh, you want to you wanna address uh, Josh's question? If he's asking, other people are wondering. What's Josh's question? Whose dog is dying in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gooch. Mine. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know you guys could hear that. <laughs> Oh, big time. <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry, guys. Yeah, he's got some issues. He's 15. You know, in poodle years, that's like 170. I don't know what it is. Take care of your dog now. Take, take care, care of your of dog. Take care of the kid, too. Yeah. It's noisy time now. All right, buddy. See you guys. Go Rams. Go Cardinals. Go Hope Cooper. Get what you want in fantasy. Later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.